Hi, I'm Muriel. And I'm Nick. And welcome to Hella Hella in Your your 30s. 30s. This week, I gotta get a job. Boo! Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Hello, everyone. This is Hella in Your 30s, the podcast for all ages, all about navigating adulthood in this modern day dystopia. We couldn't be happier to have you here if you need a little extra context. Let's see. Uh, I'm about to join Muriel in the 36 year old club. Yes. Uh, Just yesterday, I absolutely realized my hairline is starting to thin. So I'm going to start doing some hymns. Uh huh. And uh, what else? Oh, and of course, my unemployment is finally running running out yes so this week uh i'm you're gonna join along as i try to get a stupid job i mean i've been trying to get jobs we'll talk about it yeah okay but before we get into it we have an important announcement to make okay? okay look if you love this podcast uh Joining our Patreon is a huge way to help and to incentivize you to do that. Yes. Uh, we're uh, doing a big raffle drawing. Okay, so we'll try to get through this succinctly. What needs to happen is you need to sign up by January 27th. January 27th. That's and, in 17 days or something like that. <laughs> and then uh, at that time, everyone who's signed up on our Patreon is going to go into a raffle. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to pull a name out of that raffle and that winner is going to get a custom made portrait painted by Muriel. Yes. Okay, what else? That portrait is going to be turned into a Valentine's Day card. So this is what's going to happen. We're going to pull some names out of a hat that those people or that person is going to get send me a couple pictures or just shoot me your IG handle and I will look at your pictures and I will pick one photograph <laughs> to paint and then we are going to make them into valentine's day cards right so you you will have a custom valentine's day card so you can give it to all your sweetie poos that's right and it'll be a picture of your sweet ass face right on the cover it probably will be a comedic take so (laughs) if you can't take a joke don't enter the drawing okay that's right (laughs) i Uh, mean sign up for the patreon but just like be like hey listen I'm sensitive about my face, so don't make fun of it. (laughs) But I'm telling you right now, I do very good portraits, but they are comedic in nature, which means they are not necessarily flattering. Uh, But they do capture your essence. Yeah, and if you're not comfortable with your essence... (laughs) Maybe that's your problem, not mine. But your card will be distinctly you... And for Valentine's Day. (laughs) And look, we have tiers starting at $2 a month. And no matter how many dollars you want to kick us our way, you're going to be entered. Plus, no matter whether you give us $2 a month or $100 a month, you get all the bonus content. So whatever's comfortable for you, check us out. That's right. And we will give you a Valentine's Day that will separate the wheat from the chaff. People will love you for who you are <laughs> based on your portrait. That's right. And, and I think that's really true because the good thing about our podcast is if you guys listen to it, it's because you love us for who we are. Yeah, that's right. Just weird, chubby, bitter. <laughs> no, not bitter. We're full of love. That's true. Because I cannot handle this day going into today, today bitter. I know. You've been pretty excited all day. I'm trying been- to. I'm. You know what I'm doing? Sucking in my gut and sucking up my pride. Sucking up your pride? <laughs> or the opposite. <laughs> Whatever. You know, just like, um, you know, trying to figure out, my, trying to keep my pride in check, you know, puff out my chest, suck yeah. in my gut, put on a nice dress shirt and walk into restaurants with stupid resumes trying to get a job. I, uh, I have been spending the day. I feel like I keep undercutting your positivity by getting frustrated. <laughs> yeah. I want to share that I've kind of, a little grumpy today, but it's only because I'm on a text message slash email chain with five adults trying to organize a carpool and it's making me <laughs> fucking sane. It's hopped now from it's it's gone from completely um sort of like non-informational nothing emails to now us like a pretty incomprehensible text chain yeah and it's just five adults trying to fit into two cars to take a three-hour road trip and guess what ladies and gentlemen we can't do it so far this we've gotten is oh i like doing anything 
thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I'm easy, whatever you guys think. I tried to take a stab at being like, well, this is a practical way to do it. And then it turns out the people that I... Anyway, I was like, this will be practical. This is how we should organize it. And then 10 minutes later, I get a text being like, I don't feel like driving anymore. (laughs) 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 So I am going to check that and support you. Thank you. In your day today, because you're going to be doing something that I think I hate less than you do. Well, I but you okay. hate doing this. Well, it's it, here's the thing. I don't Okay, let's just catch everybody up. Okay. 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 So Muriel and I have been working in restaurants as the primary way to pay our bills while we chase our dreams yes. oh. and, <laughs> and get surpassed by all of our peers. That's right. Riding the dragon, baby. Chasing the tail of the monkey. Uh, look, we live in LA. We're trying to make it in showbiz. We're creative geniuses that uh, no one wants to hire. So uh, to pay rent and to keep looking somewhat respectable and to have a little bit of fun we need uh money which we get from restaurants yeah so uh i coming up on six months ago was working in this restaurant that closed yes now that was a blessing and a curse yes we needed the money and i didn't want to leave it on those terms but i was like this is great now i can put in all my energy into getting a really interesting industry job yes and starting a new kind of paycheck thing okay well, I then proceeded to apply anywhere between five and 15 of those kind of jobs a week. Yes. Uh, for it's been about five and a half months at this so point. About 4,000 jobs. And <laughs> basically out of all of that, I got two interviews, both of which came from personal connections that had nothing to do with any of my um you know, output of cover letters and resumes. Yep. And uh, I got two interviews, zero jobs. And out of all of those other interviews and I mean, cover letters and resumes I put out, I think I got maybe five reply emails saying, thank you. We've received it. We'll be in contact or, um, uh, thank you. The job has been filled. So <laughs> everything else just uh, came up a complete strikeouts. Yep. Uh, absolutely nothing. Uh, my unemployment is coming to an end. So I really had resolved to not go back into restaurants. But guess what, baby? I'm going back in. Okay. <laughs> because, and I'm rebranding from a hustler yes. to a loser making his comeback. Yeah. Loser making his comeback. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. So I got to go back into restaurants and I didn't want to do it at all. And I feel terrible about it on some levels and also sort of like at peace with it. You seem more at peace with it than you feel seem terrible. Unless you're hiding something. Well, here's what the thing is, is like, despite just years of rejection, I actually truly believe in our creative output. I think the scripts we write should get us hired. I think the, the, series and the the short films and the web series and all the shit that we film and make and put out there uh deserve to get the attention of people that could uh, okay, okay, give us okay. jobs i believe in us okay so what i'm so what i'm deciding to do is instead of getting some boring day job that has nothing to do with anything and eating up all my daylight hours with that kind of job i've decided to go back into working nights and weekend days in restaurants and keeping our daytime hours free because i truly believe in what we create oh my god and what (laughs) you asked me and i'm telling you muriel i'm trying to get through this day i know i know i'm trying to be believing myself use more words and the other thing is is like i want to keep my days free because um you know we do tend to book commercials every now and again as actors yeah yeah so so this is what i'm saying so what i'm saying is is the power and the positivity comes from believing in us not that i'm really really excited to go work at a restaurant i mean nobody is nick i'm not saying you're excited i'm just saying you're not being like irrationally like furious (laughs) yeah that's true yeah because i because i don't know i feel i i because i have a happy outlook on life at the moment at the moment i don't know why i mean everything is terrible with our culture and society and environment it's and everything. Not, you're you're fine everybody's fine we're going into the new year we're gonna be fine everything's fine i am proud of you for thank you like not i i'm having a little bit of, mel- of a meltdown and i have a job <laughs> yeah so i know i think you i feel just like you're like furious with me 
Oh, I'm not furious with you. Do you love me? Yes. Okay, good. You have to tell me that all day long today. I did already okay? like eight times. I know, but I'm going to need it consistently nonstop throughout the day. So, all right. So, Nikki, <laughs> okay, I love you. Thank you. I need hey, the Nikki. love, Muriel. I don't Nikki, need that. I, I need love you. no. Don't do it on air as a joke. Do Nick. it sexy and genuinely oh, off air. <laughs> Who's the guy? I love him so much. Okay, I'm not your nephew. Okay, no, I'm you, your husband. Okay, I know. you're my husband. You're my beautiful. Lovely husband. No, Osman. I'm a sexy, virile, <laughs> whatever that word is, man, okay? I know, he's a big, big, strong chunk of a man. <laughs> he's such a strong chunk. I just love him so much. Listen, all I'm saying is what? that we have to survive. I guess I'm not trying to know. I'm not, I love you. I'm not bad at you. Okay. But I also like, you know, we can justify it all day long. The truth of it is we need money. Yes. So we're going to go into restaurants and make money. Unemployment was sick. Yeah, that was good. Y'all, I'm sorry. Like we, we're like some of those like fringe of society people. I feel like in some ways, but I think that's being increasingly more and more the truth for all of us. Is like right. most of us have a few jobs and like piece things together. Right. Way you more. We, you start off the month not being able to pay next month's rent. And, yeah, yeah. Well, I know. mean, we're you know, we're just like non-traditional right <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> but the new I, think normal, now, I, think. I think nowadays people are more and more like non-traditional i don't think that we've always done pretty well yeah just like we're never like i mean we've always done pretty well it's just like you have like three gigs that you do and you yeah. pick up work when you can get it and do all this kind of stuff and that's yeah. just like and, that, uh, and that's the nature of what we chose to do it's like right. if you want to be an actor or do anything like that you have right. to pay, or anything creative you're yeah. gonna have to piece something together yeah. and even people who are just like kind of bored in a nine to five piece stuff together right so that's not like i just think i see it more and more often you know and we lately you know unemployment oh what i was gonna say is that unemployment is something that for people who piecemeal things together yeah you just like don't really think that you can get it right it's like who's gonna pay it da, 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 da. it turns out if you have like one main gig you could totally get unemployment it's sweet yeah for sure and it did give me the opportunity to really try to get different kind of work. Not that that paid off, but I mean, it, it's like kind of did in that you did it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. it's like you tried I and tried. I, you can still try. It's not like you can, you don't have to, you can oh, that's, still apply. Oh, for sure. This morning I already, I sent out three new things Yeah, and they're, they're all good gigs too. I'd love to get all of them. So, so those you know, jobs are still out there and I will continue to go for them but the unemployment countdown has begun yes so, so we're I, gonna be done in about three weeks yes and uh you are taking it very well i well, i have many freakouts every other day I'm well like, i know i definitely woke up in the middle of the night <laughs> actually last night i slept pretty good except for i had nightmares about um schoolwork which is basically like i missed the deadline for this or weird like, i had a waiting nightmare last night well i think those are just well waiting nightmares for the servers out there i you get them all the time. I mean, we get them all the time. And those I feel like are directly just about your life and not being able to like get to your section or whatever. Well, that's it. it was like that. I'm saying yeah. like you had a nightmare about not being able to turn in your schoolwork. Right. And I had a nightmare about not being able to wait on my section. Although I did have some celebrity that was like, I, somebody came in. It was like, it was somebody interesting, like Keegan Michael Key, or I don't know. In real life or in your dream? In my dr not in real life, in my dream. Oh, so okay. Somebody came up and was like, "Hey, listen, this doesn't matter. Like, let's go do something else." <laughs> That's cool. I've been really lucid dreaming a lot lately, and I've been trying to kind of in inject myself more into dreams that are either are boring or don't I don't like. Yeah. And it's been working, and I think that that was my subconscious being yeah. like, "Let's just go get on this rocket ship and get the hell out of here." <laughs> yeah. Um, my dream last night was that I had an essay due tomorrow and I didn't realize what it I, I didn't know what it was about so I asked my friend John who I went to elementary and middle school with and um in real life and he was like and he wouldn't really tell me and I was like well how long is it supposed to be and he's like 17 pages and I was like 17 pages no essay supposed to be 17 pages that's also that's too long and who says 17, like 15 to 20 maybe, but no one says like, we need a 17 page essay. And I think it was just about the fact that um, my unemployment's running out. I'm sure that's what it is. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. But the night before that, I definitely woke up in a panic in the middle of the night just with one of those good, like, I don't know what my future holds, uh, you know. 
uh, feeling embarrassed about my lack of accomplishments. So in, in just in terms of you saying having many freakouts, I definitely have it at 4.30 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. full-fledged freakout. Well, anyway... Ago. Enough of the dreams. <laughs> this is a podcast, not therapy. No. As much as it feels like it is. I know. And also we are we treat each other like each other's therapists sometimes, just in general. And you and you, I. you know, so yeah, the three of us listeners. are just working it out. Um anyways, okay. so today yes. you woke up. Yes. You are ready to tackle the day. This is getting back into we I would also like to add, this is something we do like every few years yeah is like like a sort of like okay we gotta get back into restaurants or i need a new job yes. right so it's like every couple of years you revamp your rest your resume you leave your shitty job that you don't like or you pick up your big girl pants and go find a job now that the other one is done right? yeah right and we're like okay we have no money we're gonna go get a job at a restaurant we're da, da, da. it's just like some. it's like what's nice about being like a gig person i think is like you can kind of like just like brush yourself off and then go out there and just start a new gig pretty quick yeah. and then like pound out a bunch of money, you know, like pay down some stuff, go do a bunch of other stuff and then like survive and do your thing until you get <laughs> tired of it. And then you go get another one. Right. Yeah, right, right. So we're in the, the pendulum has swung. The time has come. The years have gone by and now you have to dust. How long has it been since I tried to get a restaurant job? Yeah, Like, five years, yeah. six years. Cause, cause I had, cause I got beer belly. Right. And then I got some, I got worked at Frank and Hank's because of beer belly. Yeah. You know, and I worked at the strip club, but that was different. That wasn't, that wasn't a restaurant gig. And so I, I haven't done it, but I'm getting a running start on today. Cause yesterday I already dropped off two resumes. I know. Okay. The first place they were pretty mean to me. Yeah. And the second place they were really nice to me. Okay. So uh, I felt hate and love. Yep. And, uh, and that equals out to just me being centered in myself. Yes. Today I'm going to go to, I think I have five restaurants that I found is hiring online. Yes. So the idea is, boom, hit them with the online application and show up in person with the handshake. Yeah. Okay? Nick really likes the in-person thing. I, it's It helps with restaurants, but I think it what sucks about it, this is like in general, if you're looking at restaurant jobs, yeah. is that- and it, it's a little easier to swallow, I think, when you're in your 20s and you're just kind of like, fuck it, I don't care. But it's like a crapshoot. Like some people like want to, do they want you to apply online and yeah. online only. And yeah. they're pissed when you show up to the restaurant right. because they don't want to deal with you there. They want to just like screen you online and call you in, yeah. which is legit. But randomly mixed in there there's a healthy amount of people who even though they're asking for resumes online if you go in you have like an 80 percent chance higher of getting that job yeah like if you get but that's not everybody that it swings right. both ways you right. can go in and they're like um we asked for this like online on purpose like yeah, we don't right. want you to come in right there's no manager here get the fuck out of the restaurant yeah, right and you have to kind of swallow your pride and and shoot your shot because it's like it's kind of worth being annoying to some people if it means that like occasionally you'll like for sure get the job because you like they saw your face. Right. But it's like some sort of I don't know. I feel like it's like some sort of like old school like like I don't know 1920s pull yourself up by your bootstraps sort of <laughs> like way to get a job. So instead of like headhunters <laughs> or like applying or going to yeah. a job fair you like put on your sneakers and you like do your hair and put on a cute shirt that shows your personality, but it's pretty clean. And then like you walk down and be like, Hey, hi, I'm just coming by. I love your restaurant. But like, it's just right. like, I feel like it's like a Willie Loman sort of like, I don't know, death of a salesman esque like <laughs> positivity. It's like, we're all dying. The industry's dying. We're all dying inside, but we're just like, you know, like I just want to show you, I have gumption. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I want. I need you to see my smile. And yeah. This is the uh, as good as I'm making you feel. I will make all the customers feel in the future. Yeah. So yeah. that's what Nick's doing today. Which yeah. you know, it that does. It is. You know, the older you get, the more ironic it feels. You know what I mean? Like that's how I feel about it. It's like. You know, at first you're like, your parents are always like, who grew up in a completely different era, are like, you know, like, yeah, get out there and shake some hands, meet yeah, right. some people, get out there, you know, like, whatever, go to the, go to the, go to the television lot and like, wear a crazy hat and introduce yeah, yourself. They'll right? notice you. Right. But like, juggle. As you get older and like the world becomes odder and odder, it's like, 
it's just like doing this just seems like yes you should and it has like it has like vestiges of like you know things that have worked in the past but also it just feels like this ironic like throwback like why people like wearing fedoras now or something <laughs> like that <laughs> i'm always just like tongue-in-cheek with it just like all right yeah. well walking in here let's do this little song and dance i really want to work at your restaurant <laughs> this is a dream of mine I, I, I love the neighborhood you guys are doing something really special <laughs> i mean if we're gonna be honest it's like come on man yeah right like one in like fifty thousand people thinks like I desperately want to wait tables at this restaurant because they're very special. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Basically the whole reason I am going, the whole reason why I'm going in face to face, I think it ups my chance because it's like, you just have a connection with the manager or whoever is right there. Yeah. yeah. And like getting along is so important in this kind of work. I mean, probably in all jobs. I wouldn't know because I don't get other jobs, but <laughs> you will, baby. I have I have faith. I think the minute you get a restaurant job, you're gonna get your first industry job, and you're gonna get you're gonna get it, and you're gonna be like, well, glad I spent all this fucking time walking around the neighborhood and introducing myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's the way it goes. When it rains, it pours, and I'm ready to get drenched with just success, soaking wet, yeah. baby. <laughs> Like I just jumped into a big puddle of happiness. Oh. Well, I'm ready to hit the ground running because uh, I already went to stupid Kinko's to print out my stupid resumes because our dumb Epson printer. Look, Epson printer, you can only get Epson ink and the ink just goes so fast. That's what they warn you. So you... I I hate printers. I hate printers. (laughs) They make printers that don't work. This printer we've had for a year is already broken. It doesn't work. Hate it. Not a fan. Yeah. You know what? Actually, someone should do an app, which is like, you can just, uh, like, they'll print it for you and bring you the files or whatever. Oh, like yeah. Like Postmates. Yeah, Postmates. But for your printing. So I don't have to go to stupid-ass Kinko's. You know what else I hate about Kinko's? What? When you go there and call it Kinko's, the people that work there get really upset. And they're like, FedEx actually bought Kinko's, like, 12 years ago. Oh, my God. I know. It's like, we get it, but... Oh, Face it, this is still Kinko's. Yeah, and also, like, we're the type of people who have to go get our resumes printed at a print shop. <laughs> we're going to be using the word Kinko's. Yeah, so deal with it. <laughs> Just deal with it. Obviously, we can't. Uh, and we also get to open the whole can of worms of, like, you know, like, formatting your resume. Like, that thing... Honestly, yeah. God bless you if you're dealing with resume stuff and you're older. I just feel like, you know, the resumes that we learned, the templates that we learned when we were like in college are like so archaic now. And it's like, then you're like, you try to use templates that like Word gives you and those templates look really corny. It's like, (laughs) I always see other people's resumes. I'm like, how the fuck did you do that? I know. What is this? What is this? How did you get that font like that? (laughs) It's like, how is this happening? It's like a mystery. It's a mystery. I will be 40 in how many years? I don't know. Four. Four years. And I literally would be like, no idea. I can't. If somebody was like, write your dumbass accomplishment sound in resume for yeah, right. I'd be like, here you go. I'd be like, what? This is from like They're 2002. Like, yeah. Did you rip this out of a coloring book? Oh, Lord in heaven. I so, know. So embarrassing and rough. And I don't know. I know. I just want old school format for my uh, restaurant resume. For my industry resume, it is kind of schnazzy a little bit. And I'm, I kind of like the way my industry resume looks. But for restaurants, I'm like, here's where I worked. Here are the dates. I think that's good. I think also, like, I have spent so much time, like, kind of, like, eavesdropping <laughs> on managers looking through resumes just, like, over the years of working in restaurants. Yeah. And the other thing is, is I know that because y'all who work in, like, nine to five jobs, y'all have an HR department. It's, like, legit. Like, restaurants are just, like, like pirate ships. Yeah. <laughs> and people are so brutal. Like I'm just like, I'm always like nervous about giving my resume to people. Cause I've sat for hours, like at a empty bar with my manager while they're like, we're laughing at typos. <laughs> yeah, right. Or like people's like about me statements. And they're just like, Oh my God, <laughs> like what a loser. <laughs> and it's like, when you're on the other side of it, you're like, Oh Jesus. Jesus Lord. I mean, that is exactly why I need to put my pretty face with my brand new haircut I got yesterday and my very perfectly, uh, you know, constructed outfit in front of these people. So I lead with that. And then basically I treat my resume just like a business card. Like this is who I am. 
I have tons of experience. I live within walking distance of the restaurant. I love what you guys do. I love what you guys do here. You know, hit them with the boom, but a boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and then last thing I do is like, and here's a resume if you need to get in contact with me. Boom. You know, and they're like, thank you. And they love me. Or the guy at the other place, I think he was like, mm, uh, what is this dad bod? Uh, <laughs> why is this dad bod in my space? Uh, he was not nice to me. Well, that is one added like super bummer about trying to wait tables in LA is like a lot of people are look really normal for the most part. Yeah. And like Nick and I are normal looking people and I go out, like we go out for commercial auditions all the time. Like you don't have to be a, a model to live out here. Yeah. But in certain restaurants, you absolutely do. I know. And if yeah. you, it's just like when you're in Chicago and you're walking and all of a sudden you walk on the wrong block and you're in like a really, really bad neighborhood. Yeah. It's like kind of like random pockets and you're like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, you right. know, you need to turn around and get out. <laughs> yeah. It's like exactly like that with restaurants. You can be walking in a normal like neighborhood and you drop off one resume. They're cool. They're cool. You walk into a place and you start talking and you can see them just be like, what the hell is your BMI? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what it's just are like you doing here? You're so far out of like the ability to get this job. It's like laughable, yeah. <laughs> but you can't even tell from the outside whether or not it's going to be like that. Yeah. That's the worst part. You just walk in, you're like, it's oh, like rival shit. gang territory, except for they're just supermodels. Yeah. They're just like, get that fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, <that's> <laughs> Who <laughs> are you? Are you my mom? <laughs> Like, uh, excuse me, ma'am, are you looking for AARP? <laughs> <laughs> so the janitors come at night. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> the janitors come at night. <laughs> All right. God damn it. Okay. Well, <laughs> do you love you me? Up. I do. Do you love me? I love you. No, dick. I need you. Okay. After you press stop, you have to say it like a sexy wife and okay. mean it. Okay? I do mean it. No, you're saying it like I'm your nephew. And I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need a lot of um, ego strokes. Okay? okay, I know. And you've got them. You know why? Because you I believe that you're going to get, I think that you're going to get an industry job as soon as you get one of these stupid restaurants. Yeah, jobs. I kind of think so too. So, I mean, I'm just so far in your corner. I'm on like on the other side of the ring, just laughing hysterically. <laughs> Are you my boxing coach? Yeah, just yeah, like yeah. telling me to get back in the I'm ring. I'm just like, just get, I can, from my vantage point, baby, you got this guy. He's on the ropes. You think, you know, your eye might be bleeding. You yeah. might be kind of like gross looking, puffy face, being punched, you know, <laughs> whatever. But this guy's doing way worse. And that guy, that's life. Yeah. Okay. Good. Oh, good. Because for a second there, I thought you were talking about the guy that was mean to me at the restaurant yesterday. I was like, uh, I will beat him up. I actually couldn't. Those guys are in shape. All right. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Pardon the interruption. This is Nick and Muriel. If you're hearing this, it means we do not have sponsorship for this episode. Nope, but Campfire Media is working hard to make sure that changes. In the meantime, this episode is brought to you by you, our listeners. If you want to support Hell in Your 30s, please go to patreon.com slash hellinyour30s. How do you spell Patreon, Nick? P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash hellinyour30s, all spelled out. We have plenty of tiers for you to join the Hella family at whatever level feels comfortable for you. And hey... If you're not feeling another monthly subscription all up in your bush and you appreciate the podcast, you can always Venmo us at Hella in Your 30s or send us a little something something through PayPal at Hella in Your 30s at gmail.com. And now, back to the episode. Hello? Hello, may I speak with Muriel Montgomery, please? Hi, this is she. Oh my God, this is Nick Casolini. I've heard so much about you. What a pleasure to finally get a hold of you on the phone. Oh my God, my butt, my butt. Hello. Yes, um, <laughs> I'm calling in regard to your listing. I saw you post online. I'm a server, 15 years experience. 15, wow, how position. old are you? How old are you, like 50? No, 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 no. I'm 21 years old. Oh, 15 years, uh, that's pretty good. Well, I mean, I say that, but that's just because my parents 
opened a restaurant. I just love food, uh, but I'm as young and as cute as um, as it can be legally acceptable for me to serve alcohol. Okay. Well, uh, great. And uh, yeah, I just thought I'd drop off my resume. And good pitch, Nick. On. Very good. Good pitch. How's it been going? Thank you. Um, I promise I won't cry Nick. in my car as soon as I leave this interaction. <laughs> oh, have you been crying in the car, my love? Um, I can't say a, I can't I can't say a tear shed, but I I definitely um, had a what was pretty close to a, an emotional breakdown almost immediately. I oh. think after the second place I went to as I was driving away. Any particular um, reason? Uh. Just like just all the classics of feeling like, oh, my God, I can't believe I have to continue to work in restaurants and that I'm not a even moderately successful uh, writer slash director slash actor. <laughs> well, you know, you're shooting for the stars, baby. Uh, I I, I, while you were gone, uh, I went in on audition. And um, uh, speaking of which, they wanted body diversity. So I said, great. I went in and I was wearing a sports bra. They said, make sure you wear a sports bra. And uh, I got to the place and they're like, okay, so you'll be auditioning across the street in the park. And it's probably like 55 degrees outside. And I look outside and there's just this random, weird, scruffy guy with an iPad. And I had to go with this other lady across the street in front of a super busy street with all these people at a bus stop. He's like, okay, so um, you guys wore the sports bra, so why don't you go ahead and take off your shirts, and I'll videotape you with this iPad. Oh, my God. And I Are said, no. kidding me? I just said, no. He's like, if you don't have to, if you're not comfortable. And I was like, listen, if, if I, I'm totally comfortable doing this on this shoot. I was like, I don't want to do this in public right here. And he was like, okay, that's fair. I mean, it was just like, are you kidding? Of course it is fair. Fuck him. He And they know it's unfair or they wouldn't give you the out of saying, if you're uncomfortable, don't do it. I, I know. And they're specifically asking for, like, non-athletic people. And most of us, like, ladies who have, like, a nice bit of, like, you know, like a nice little chunk of meat, you know, we have big boobs. Like, nobody... <laughs> I mean, with some, like, exceptions in certain genres, like, nobody wants to watch. I mean, I don't want to run <laughs> towards a camera with, like, G-boobs. <laughs> just bouncing? I mean, I, I mean, was so like... your sports bra, Muriel, be, would, would they just pop out of your bra? Well, I did it with a shirt on. I said, I'll do it. And right. I did it. And I was kind of... I couldn't stop laughing. Because I was running and my belly kind of like popped out of the top of my pants. And if I had not been wearing a shirt, it would have been like, I want to be like, you asked for it, you know? <laughs> what if I just, I know. Remember that one audition that we turned down? They wanted those couples. It was for like lube. And they wanted me to like slide off your underwear from underneath your dress. Yeah. I was like, we just called our agent. We were like, we're not going to do this. and Because the thing about it is like, this is just for the listeners. Now we're just complaining as if we've never complained about this for the, ever privately. But it's like these auditions that we go on, like it's just some guy. And today it was like just some guy in a park. It's not, there's no one, you're not being paid. There's no like, you know, wardrobe person to make sure that what you're wearing is the right thing. There's no like protection. You're just on a big street or like that sex one they wanted us to do is just like with an intern in the room, like some young person who like is just pressing record on a little tripod no, camcorder. It's completely unacceptable. I was like, I am not going to run topless. It was like cloudy, cold. Like there were tons of people out. I was like, I'm not yeah. going to run topless while you film me with an iPad. Like maybe, no, and the, maybe and the too is that these are huge companies. Like, I know what audition you went on today. We don't have to say the name of the company, but it's like a major I can't. <laughs> nationally recognized huge corporation. It, these aren't like, it's just so weird because these like huge fancy companies where you see all their nice commercials on TV. The actual auditioning process for them is just like an intern holding an iPad in a park. 
It's insane. I thought it was going to be nice. I've done some of these before where like they want people who are like regular people, like not super athletic, like doing exercises in a room in athletic clothes. And it's like, I don't mind that. I mean, I like, I don't mind that, but I'm not going to run for two minutes across a field in front of a bunch of people without a shirt on. I'm sorry. (laughs) You're out of your mind. It felt bad too. Cause the girl I was with, she was like, she was like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're making us do this. And, and then we got there and she goes, OK, I'm doing it. And she took off her shirt and ran through the park and she came back and she was standing there and he starts giving me the same spiel. And I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I'm not going to take my shirt off. <laughs> and he's like, that's totally fine. But I just felt well, bad because she, did, she re- did she see you say I'm not going to do it? Yeah. And how did she react to that? I just sort of I don't know. I just blacked everything out except for what I was doing. Then, yeah, right. then they held up the iPhone, iPad in my face and were like, how often do you run? And I was like, well, I don't know, once a month? <laughs> and then he's like, how long do you go? And I was like, as long as I can. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, Anyways, I'm just saying you're getting beat up and I love you. And I got a little beat up, too. So that's good. Little, little, we both got a little jab from the universe. Yeah. Well, I'm like, to be honest, everyone's been nice to me so far. Uh, no one was as mean as the dude yesterday, but uh, one place they've already filled the position, and then the other places um, seem promising. I mean, so and they they were nice and like, you know, looked me in the eye and were super cool and were like, oh, okay, yeah, we're. Ch-. But the problem is, is like everyone's collecting. At least the people I've talked to, the the line is like, okay, great, we're grabbing resumes and we're going to look at them at the end of the week. But if you'd like apply online through Indeed or something for some of these places, they have like over a hundred applicants. And after a hundred, it doesn't even tell you how many it has. Yeah. hundred plus. So it's like, you know, hopefully some of my charming, um, you know, interactions I'm having with these people will go far, but. Well, are um, you hydrated? No, I'm not. I'm, um, really dry. I have my little third eye blind, which is the little dry patch between my two eyes is, uh, definitely flaking and my earlobes are also flaking. So I'm very dry and husky. Oh no. Um, Well, are you looking forward to having some chicken when you get home? Yes, I am. Okay. I'm looking, and then I just want to self-medicate with Sopranos tonight. Can we just? Yes. After all this is done, can we just inject Sopranos directly into our brains? I've been liking how we watch it so far. Where we've been watching it, but then <laughs> I, but I get the full license to go. Who's that guy? Why is he doing that? Are they married? Who's that and guy? There, has there has there been a has there been a circumstance where I don't have the answer? What do you don't have to? No, where I don't have the answer. Oh yeah, there's not. No, I know everything about the Sopranos, and I've only seen the whole thing I think once all the way through, but it just resonates, and I just understand it. Like even if there's something I don't remember, as soon as they do it, I'll know why they did it. Well, it's very nice. So. You go ahead. You go get jabbed one more time. You're doing such a good job. I'm right in your corner. I am your, what's it called, boxing um, coach. You're in the ring. (laughs) I'm rubbing your little shoulders. I'm scraping the flakes off of the side of your ear, giving you some lotion, giving you some water. Thank you. I also need, um, be my Spanx. I need um, I'll be I your girdle, baby. in the reflection of a window, and I was like, oh, my God. I gained so much weight over the holidays. It's ridiculous. Nick, you uh, didn't. What? I did, Muriel. No, Everything you didn't. You didn't. I... You're exactly the same as you were before the holidays. <laughs> You're the same as you were when you were in Sicily. Nick. Okay, well, then, I, then, I've, been, then I've been disgusting my whole life. That's Oh, way to go, um, baby. Good angle. Okay, thank you. I'm going to go in. This last place is the fanciest of all. It's a super expensive steakhouse. So I'm going to go in and be very masculine and cool. Yeah, just make sure you look them in the eye and lick your lips a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's my, uh, it's my uh, Polly Walnuts uh, tactic. Man, I cannot believe, I don't know, y'all, if y'all are out there watching The Sopranos, there's a could like a big character named Uncle Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
His name is Big Puss. It's uh, too much. Big Pussy, and then some people call him Uncle. So his name is Big Pussy? Well, that's his nickname. His real name is Sal. Yeah, well, you know, it's too much. You should call them. Call the Sopranos. Tell them what I said. Okay. You said I, you know everything. Will. You call them. I don't call them, but I do have ways of getting in contact with them. Okay, so then no, whatever. No you let them know. Big Pussy, too much. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, I think this place is beckoning me, so I'm going to go in now. All right. I'll see you in a little bit. Good luck. Good luck, my love. love you, I'm baby. in your corner. Good, good. Hi. Well, I'm You're home. home. I'm home. You're home. You are a big, strong warrior. There's a chicken in the oven for my big, strong warrior. He's home. He's got his raccoon pajamas on. This is not the kind of support I was looking for. Come on. This is supportive. I know. You're Nick being a loving wife, place. but it's also getting on my nerves. Nick, I went up to this place and it was pretty fancy. It's like Michelin star rated. I mean, it's just straight up fine dining, but they're playing like fun music. Well, they should hire me. I would do such a good yeah, job. Yeah, you're going to be a very handsome, dashing guy. The guy said, uh, so where have you worked less? And Nick was like, beer belly <laughs> he just like looked down at my resume <laughs> <laughs> well that's fine because you know what if he picks you yeah he's gonna know he's gonna have the saltiest most grumpy man no and he'll be very good at his job uh, yes and <laughs> no and i'll be lovely i was i was um hit it off with the bartenders and the host everyone liked me and the valet guy so I'm very popular there. We'll just see if the man- That's what I heard from yeah. the people. I'm doing, I did. Yeah. I made good impressions across the board today. I was uh, so you a were, winner. You get a big pump up. You get a big fluffing, okay? Okay, You good. did such a good job today. <laughs> you went <Stop>. out- Give <laughs> me gold stars in kindergarten. You, you went out. You did, the, <laughs> you did God's work. And you know what? I'm hearing from you. What? This is what I'm hearing. What? Maybe the- fear of how bad it was gonna be like the anticipation of that was worse than what it actually was well yeah i mean that's true one thing that's definitely good <laughs> is that the restaurants were actually i was like oh these are cool places like i like the menus yeah the vibe was good you're like damn i cannot wait to put on my server shoes uh, don't say that get out of here <laughs> man what would you like fries on the side or coleslaw <laughs> Waiting tables is the best. Well, there are things that I like about it. I do like being on my feet. I like walking around. Yeah. It is fun to like stand when people are sitting and like, you know, be above them. And like control Um, your thing. Yeah. My my thing is like I'm like, um, we just recently rewatched the birdcage, which um if you haven't heard, maybe doesn't hold up as well as we thought. It's a lot it's a lot more dicey, but it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just in terms of like, anyways, the, I, I had my own problems with it, but it was, it's really funny. Um, and what's his face plays the housemaid, Agabar Spartacus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever his name is. And, uh, uh, and if he puts on shoes, he was, if I wear shoes, I fall down. Right. Yeah. And I'm the opposite. So if you put me in a workplace environment, that's normal. <laughs> I die. <laughs> like, I think waiting tables is like, like that's my sort of like you know my walking around barefoot that's my wheelhouse oh my god i think you're making sense what you're saying is if you were to work an office job then you would constantly just be falling down and like unable to function yes and (laughs) waiting tables is like walking around barefoot on like a beautiful tiled veranda yeah while you wear cut off jean shorts and no shirt right it's very like waiting tables is awesome for so many reasons but it's just like it's just like really for me, I'm I'm really impressed that you're excited to go into like trying to find an industry job and that you can see or visualize yourself in that. Like I think I'm gonna die in restaurants. I know. Well I that's... don't think I can I don't know what other thing I can do besides I can I... No, you're a hilarious comedian. You're a great writer. You have a du- you're a brilliant director. Right, but you know, I mean, you know. <laughs> Come on, man. Like we're chilling. No, right? there's gonna be like ten celebrities are gonna like tell the world to listen to our podcast. We're gonna, you know, you you're you know, and then. Well, all I'm saying is it's not a bad way to die. Dying <laughs> yeah. in restaurants, you get to make a lot of really gnarly jokes. 
Um, you can <laughs> you get to like walk away from people if you need to. Yeah, right. That's like, good. That's a great one. Like you know your interactions with people are like an hour long and then it's gone two hours and then you're gone. Yeah. You know you get to like give people like a lot of love who are like deserving of it and like shun those who are not. Mm-hmm. You can um control things. You can be your own boss. Uh, what else can you do? You can snitch food from the kitchen. Yep. You can um, get discounts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is working restaurant work is great. It, and like, yeah. I, and like working in restaurants is fun and waiting tables is great. And people who do that for a living are awesome. And I just don't want it to be my career. Right. I mean, yeah. And unless you're planning on moving upwards or you're like super invested in a place, I think it's hard yeah. to have a career because there's no like retirement plan and there's no, you know, like there's no 401k for some people there are. Yeah. But, uh, for most of us there is, it's mostly like, Oh my God, I found $20 in my jacket pocket. <laughs> yeah, Holy right, shit, right. dude. We are going to go get a snooker bar. <laughs> it's like not, you know, it's not like that. Um, uh, uh, that's, it's this amazing job that's actually like pretty hard yeah, and like actually brings in a ton of money and like cash. Um, if you don't count the fact that you don't get health insurance or paid time off or anything like that, right. it all kind of evens out, I think. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, to yeah. the small minded, <laughs> like, we, myself, like us. <laughs> I'm like, I have bird in the hand is worth doing the bush, baby. Yeah, right. I don't know. Uh, you know, it's like, it's, it's a great way to survive, especially if you're just trying to put things together and you know what? What? We're trying to survive. Yes. We need to go back to mother's teat and <laughs> yeah, suckle yeah. on that restaurant money because that's how we're going to survive. And I'm really grateful that you can walk out of here and get a job and make cash pretty quick. Well, I have not been hired and it completely <laughs> remains to be seen. So I know. Now Nick doesn't think he's going to get hired at a restaurant either. I'd be like, Nikki, did you get your, your when you're applying to like industry jobs, yeah. I'd be like, oh, how's it going? He's just like, well, I mean, nobody's ever going to hire me, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> These jobs don't even exist. It is so hard to stay open, like, uh, you know, optimistic and like open-hearted about it when it's just like, you just get brutally ignored by everyone forever. Yeah, I mean... I get it. And also I'm, I'm, my job's still going. I have like my, I can still go to my job. Um, I don't love it. Yeah. (laughs) I want to quit, but I can't, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm acting like I'm joyful about this, but I am, you know, I'm just like, (laughs) it's good. It's good to have a job. Yes. And it's good to make money. And it's good that we're healthy and we're, able to go and get a job yes and that they exist somewhere that is true and you know what else what else is positive i like it that it's darker earlier so i can feel (laughs) like the outside matches the inside of my soul (laughs) what else um (laughs) i like that people serve alcohol or order alcohol because then I like to know that I'm killing them slowly. Oh. Um, what else? That's Those are all positives. Yeah. I mean, things are happening, but I'm proud of you. Well, thank you. I don't know that you should be. Why? Because it was. it's a simple thing. It's just like, you know, a pat on the back for like, I don't know. Just what try- do you want? You, literally, you left today. And you're like, you have to tell me how you left me. Tell me that I'm good. You literally <laughs> told me I had to tell you that. And then I tell you to go, you have to shut up right now. <laughs> you just need a nap. I know. That's so true. You need a snack and a nap and some weed. <laughs> <laughs> that's what everyone needs, I think. Mm. Well, you know, we thought we were closing a chapter on restaurants. It nope. looks like we were just putting a bookmark in. Yes. So we could pick up a little later, see what's going on. But I believe mm-hmm. that as soon as it's going to be really, really hard for you to restaurant job, you're not going to be able to get one. It's going to be really terrible. You're yes. working in Subway. And the minute you start working at Subway, you're going to get a job that you really like. I don't even think I can get hired at Subway. You don't think so? I think I'm too old. <sighs> They're just discriminating against me. I think that you, somebody who... I feel like you're being um, dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what I'm trying to be. You know, I mean, I know that we go for comedy, but I would take a, uh, you know, a good drama role. Nick, we all know you'd take a good drama role. (laughs) You're taking a good drama role right now. I I, sometimes I can watch you decide which role you're going to take. Uh huh. 
I'm watching you decide whether or not it's going to be drama or comedy today. Yeah, I know. And I tried. I wanted comedy. Then when I was alone in the car, it got very dramatic for I a know. minute. I came. So Nick, we had to do some errands. So yeah. he was he was he was going and applying to jobs while I was running errands. Actually, the legit truth is, is that I had to buy a sports bra that was like able to be seen in public for this commercial audition that I was talking about earlier. Because like I have a couple, but they are not (laughs) like they're like fine. They're like underclothes for the gym. Yeah, it's like sports bra that was like used for rugby for like eight years. Right. And it's held together with safety pins. And I was like, I have to get one. I have to buy something. It doesn't have to be expensive. I'm not going to buy something online. I'm just going to like run into Target and buy something. I had to try on like 15 stupid bras to get one (laughs) sports bra that remotely fit just for the stupid audition where they got to the park and the (laughs) hipster with the iPad was like, now take off your shirt and run towards me while I videotape you. And I'd be like, I'm not doing that. (laughs) So I was shopping for that bra that eventually was never actually seen by anyone except for Nick. Uh, and I came up and Nick was in the Starbucks and I was like, Hey, how's it going? And you literally look like I couldn't, I thought you were like, I honestly thought like something really bad. In I know. And you were acting like so dark. And I was were, like, everyone who, everyone who I had spoken to was totally nice to me. There was a little old lady yeah. that was sitting next to us. I sat down and I was like, are you okay? And she just started watching us. She was hella listening, hella closely. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to read what I was writing? Uh, what I was, uh, do you want to hear what I was writing in my journal? When do you came I? up with me? I don't think you do. And this is so embarrassing, but I was writing it knowing it was embarrassing. <laughs> I was trying to journal out my feelings. Okay. I'm going to read this to you right now. I'm okay? so, nervous okay here it goes at starbucks in target waiting for muriel and feeling sorry for myself because i'm back looking for restaurant jobs poor me feeling like a joke wishing i could just spit scripts and projects out of me feeling a little scared about my ability to write good shit but not really i'm just insecure that i won't matter (laughs) damn i want to be working writer actor producer director i feel fat and gross (laughs) like my stomach is just gigantic fuck um (laughs) why do i like fantasizing about being pathetic and heartbroken i'm such a baby 36 year old baby (laughs) (laughs) that's what i was writing in my little joke book instead of writing jokes i just wrote that oh my god Oh, you're not a baby. Are you kidding me? You're uh, a strong man. Yeah. I, I mean, a- it may not matter. That is true. I feel yeah, like. Right. <laughs> I mean, I was like, listen, I was like, you are so ridiculous. And I was like, well, he's got a point right there. Yeah. I understand that. <laughs> I'm I literally like going to go. I'm going to San Francisco tomorrow to do a show that I'm like really excited about. Yeah. Um, it's sold out at a big comedy festival. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And it's a musical, which I love. And, and Muriel's the fucking star. I mean, she's not the star of the I show technically, not, no. but you bring the, but you kill it in this show. Like well, you're so funny and people like, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. Well, I have, you're so sweet, but that's um, true though. That's my, okay. I'm not being like, I'm not d- giving you a gold kindergarten star i'm telling you everyone knows it and you know it that yeah. you destroy the show well I, I i have a really good part and then but there's that the whole cast is so talented everyone's good blah 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 okay everyone's really good and it's also it's just like incredibly talented and the guy who wrote it is like incredibly talented yeah he's brilliant just i mean it's just like one of my favorite things to do yeah and it's like you know so i'm like going and doing this thing and it's funny like I think just from being here for so long and just like whatever, I'm just completely conditioned to believe that literally nothing will ever come of any of this. I know. <laughs> like, it's the weirdest thing. It's you and like, I, we were like, let's make a web series and then we'll like take it to festivals and, you know, who knows, maybe we'll win awards. And then we did that for all of 2019. And we won and hella awards. won all the, not just awards, but like best of the fest awards right. and like big awards. <laughs> and it's just like nothing happened. Literally nothing. Not one phone call. Like not even an email. <laughs> not even like, 
just literally zero. Our web series is like 300 views online. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like after that, it's not like I feel like bad. And I know, and it's like, it's validating because you're like, yeah. oh yeah, like our work is good. Yeah, right. And we're like good. Yeah. And it's like, but it's hilarious how much it doesn't matter. Like if I were playing this festival, even like two years ago, yeah. and I was like, oh man, like we're going to be like, we, we got a really good slot. We're like eight o'clock Friday night opening weekend yeah. and the whole, and the show is completely sold out. And we're all, one of, I think only three sold out things for the entire festival, which is yeah. like three weeks long. Yeah. And it's us. And then like two celebrity driven shows. Yeah. So like our show is us, you know, yeah. it's like, but the other ones are like big time, you know, famous people doing yeah. stuff. And so like, it's a it's huge and yeah. i think even two years ago i would have been like oh man this is gonna be my big break <laughs> yeah, right. someone's gonna see me and want to put me in their movie in san francisco <laughs> i'm an idiot i literally would be like this is it i would call my mom be like mom guess what this thing's going down like literally nobody even knew i was i'm doing this show like i was right. like oh i'm heading to san francisco and my mom's like why it's like <laughs> Bitch, I told you why. <laughs> yeah, but I did tell my mother. But she didn't remember. She doesn't care. But I love her. She does care. Then she said, send her pics. So, you know, she cares. But, you know, it's like, at this point, it's just, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. I think that's the thing we're grappling with right now. Yeah. This is, this is my thing. Is like, I've already accepted that. I don't right. even know what's going to happen. I know. I don't know if any of this matters. And then, the, then you're like, okay, cool. I guess I still want to do it. Yeah. I know. You know what I mean? Like I pulled like- out all those old <laughs> screenplays that I was writing. Some of them, I like one of them I wrote when we were, I think we were like 24 years yeah. old yeah. and I'm reading it. I'm like, this is good. Yeah. Like it's a good screenplay. And yeah. I wrote it, you know, whatever that was, 11 years ago yeah and it's like i put it out in the world and it like did well in like the sundance lab not that i was selected or anything and like i remember yeah, showing we're the it kings to people of like getting kind of close in the sundance lab i know <laughs> even with hell in your 30s we submitted hell in your 30s yeah. to the sundance lab and like that we like f- whatever semi-finalists and it's just like I'm, i realize that i've been putting out good work you know for year you know since i was 21 maybe yeah and it's like i know that i will continue to do that forever yeah and who knows what'll happen <laughs> i know it's a little bit weird i mean that's like the weirdest thing about going into restaurants it used to be easier to go into restaurants because it was like oh yeah i mean i'm gonna hit someday yeah and so like i have to make money and i don't want to like invest my time into learning another trade to make money right you know i've been doing this for a while i can get a job i have the credentials i have the knowledge and restaurant work is great because you just like just jump in head first you train for three days and then you're on the floor making money yeah and if you hate it you can just quit there's no like it's just like very easy to jump in and out of and it's easy to know what you right. want if, and it's like if you're good at it and it fits your you know personality right and if you've been doing it forever because you've been doing art it's right. like it's a great thing but it's uh, definitely your relationship to it changes when you when you have a different feeling about whether or not your art matters yeah i know, you right. know it's like weird i mean i think like i think it still matters i think we have to get back on the horse you know which what I mean? horse what do you mean which horse that our art matters horse yeah or at least like the world is still open for the poking horse yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like because i do think like i think it's important to not be like super hung up on whether or not you're gonna um be successful like i'm really a process oriented person it's yeah. always been the case is like do the work and like, don't worry too much about the outcome because the work is the most important part. But sometimes when you're constantly conditioning yourself to like be able to handle the blows of like rejection, yeah. then all of a sudden you just like wake up one day and you're like, oh yeah, no, I'm firmly rejected. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. It's like striking this weird balance of like, it used to sting so much to not make it when you think you should have. And then you kind of get become numb to that. And then you think, oh, you know, 
whatever. I probably nothing will probably come of it, but I'll do it anyway. Yeah, right. And all of a sudden, you're on the other end of this where the world is in black and white. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, well, I guess I'll go fucking slam my hand in the car door and get <laughs> yeah, to work. Right. <laughs> We're gonna be like sixty-five. Well, just like <laughs> drinking scalding hot tea to see if we can feel anything. <laughs> No, no, no. Things are good. Things are great. I mean, it's weird though, right? Because like we can still make each other laugh and like that's joyful. And like I we feel joy all the time. I know. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, we feel all the other things also, but yeah. it's not like we're actually numb. No, I don't think anybody's actually numb. Yeah. I think the only thing I'm numb to is the idea that we could ever be successful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So, you know, I'm like... I still daydream about it all the time. I never do. I do all the time. I daydream about telling people off. <laughs> I yeah. daydream about, um, uh, like... Uh, cooking something spectacular mm -hmm. and I daydream about going on vacation. Do you daydream about cooking things more spectacular than you actually cook them? No, I'm pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> where do you, where have you been daydreaming about going on vacation? Um, actually going with your parents to Mexico. Oh, hell yeah. That's like so fun. It was, it's like, um, retired people know how to chill man <laughs> yeah. it's like the weirdest it, like, it took them a minute but yeah. they're getting they there. figured yeah. it out they have like this this formula down you just go and it's yeah. like literally it could not be more relaxing yeah. it's like you can't really even like argue like honestly like if you're sitting there and like maybe somebody says something that's like you don't agree with yeah like i don't we didn't argue at all or like i mean it was really a wonderful trip we just everybody just like meaning the last time we went to mexico yeah, the last yeah, time yeah. we went it was just like you know i mean i'm not saying like it's i'm not saying like we had to avoid any arguments because there weren't weren't any and yeah. everyone was so happy but even if you're lying there and somebody says something like about like brings up some old shit or something yeah. happened literally all you have to do is just go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> you just go yeah and then just like close your eyes and like yeah. listen to the like singing and the guitar playing and like <laughs> listen to the waves and the kids yeah, right. playing and just fall asleep and then just like eventually wake up when someone brings you like shrimp on a stick yeah I mean, uh, it's just, or when it's like happy hour and yeah, then you just right. go get your two margaritas for the price of one. <laughs> yeah. I pretty much just dream about giving acceptance speeches at award shows. That's where, amazing. Yeah. I do all the time. I don't ever I, do that. I daydream about, uh, the, uh, I want, you know, certain people discovering our, uh, discovering our web series fam club and like really getting what we were going for and laughing as hard as audiences did fucking laugh at the goddamn film festivals we showed it in. You know, I daydream about like some big timer, like listening to our podcast and like contacting us to like make a show. Like I dream about, I daydream about that kind of shit all the time. Yeah. I, but, and then I daydream about like, Oh, I don't see, know. so you're not dead. I'm the one who's dead inside. Oh, you're I, fine. Well, Except for you're trying to act all like, oh, I'm dead inside. Boy, I am way more dead inside. Well, than you the are. problem is, is those daydreams then equal like on the verge of crying inside that's the car. Fine. That means you're alive. Yeah, that's true. I'm. I'm. Don't even act like you don't cry. I cry, but it's not because I'm like not reaching my great dreams. I just cry because I'm like, man, it's real, real right now. Yeah, but what's the real, real? Just you know life man yeah see you're alive too fool i mean i'm alive but i definitely am not like i'm not peaking and valleying on my dreams <laughs> <laughs> i'm just coldly being like i wonder if we have aphids in that plant over there <laughs> we definitely do uh -huh. yeah it's everything's infested well the main thing is is that i've been sick for three days and our house is so messy i know <laughs> I'm mad at you because right now I'm making a chicken and it should smell delicious, but instead it smelled like the charred remains of the half a pizza you tried to cook in there. <laughs> <laughs> so I just watched you do it. I was so sick. Cut the pizza in half, put it directly on the rack. All the cheese pours over the ground. <laughs> Open the oven. There's cheese hanging from all of the things. And I was like, can you please clean that? And he said, yes. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, right now I'm just breathing the charcoal remains of this like... <laughs> 
Yeah, the burnt remains of what was once delicious. Yeah. Okay, well, this is full circle. You're back to being furious with me. I'm not. And, I was never uh, furious with you. No, I felt like when we started this podcast, I was you were you were punchy all morning too. <sighs> okay, well, you're basically not sick anymore, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, there are other positive things that I aren't coming to my mind, but I know there are reasons to be happy and feel full of hope. We'll see. Um, we will see. Uh, all right. Oh, my God. Can we please, please be done with life and go watch Sopranos? Yeah, of course. Okay. Good. Okay. So there's there's good things. Yeah. I think there's always good things. I think we're I think we're going to make it someday, baby. Do you? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Thank you for listening. As always, we love you. You guys are the best. Uh, you can find us on social media at Hell in Your 30s on the, whatever, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. That's right. If you like the pod, please rate and review mm-hmm. on iTunes. It helps us. Just do it. Just do Just it. Just do it. And you can also, uh, you know, force this podcast into the lives of others. That helps us. Uh, we do want to thank Janelle J on Instagram Woo. and Marissa writes one on you, Twitter. Marissa. Love you guys. Thank you so much for hitting us up. Uh, what else, Muriel? We okay, have a, remember yeah. we're doing a Patreon thing. So yes. if you sign up for, your, for our Patreon by January twenty seventh, I will make you. Uh, we're gonna make a drawing, and a handful of lucky people, or maybe just one, we haven't decided yet, uh, are going to receive a handmade set of valentine's cards that you can hand out yes that will feature your face in a comedic style <laughs> the Believe comedic me, stylings of muriel montgomery these are worth three to five thousand dollars yes it's incredible <laughs> incredibly uh valuable check us out on patreon.com slash hella in your 30s um you can leave us a voicemail. You can buy a T-shirt. These are all bits of information that you can find in the show info wherever you're listening to this podcast, or you can just email us. What else? Yeah, that's it. Stay that strong, it? baby. Stay strong. We love you, Campfire Media. Thank yep. you, Ryan and Ryan. That's it. That's it. Okay. Hang on the phone. Okay, let's go watch some Sopranos. <laughs> Ever wanted to hear from the neighbor at Nine Cloverfield Lane? Or what if I told you that Dr. Loomis's worst patient wasn't Michael Myers? I'm Adam Peacock, host of the podcast My Neighbors Are Dead. Join me each week as I talk to the lesser-known characters from your favorite horror films. Each week is an all-new, fully improvised journey into the unknown, featuring friends and luminaries from the worlds of comedy, horror, and beyond. New episodes every Tuesday on Campfire Media. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Campfire.